0: Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on ScoreNorth and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company.
2: I mean, just seeing what the Rams did uh, all last year, uh, I mean, I just feel confident that he's going to be calling some great plays. Uh, I mean, he knows knows the personnel. He knows uh, who we are as receivers. So uh, he knows when and and where to get us the ball when, when we need it. That's right.
0: let do it, baby. All right, let's go get it. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, that little bleep-eating grin on his face thinking, yeah, I'm going for 1,800 yards, 11 touchdowns, and about 132 catches this season. He looks very excited about the potential of this offense. Uh, and so are we, because we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die on this, on this show. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, presented by Surly Brewing Company and TCL, Redefine creativity with the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed and an AI powered 50 megapixel triple camera system.
2: Ugh. Football. Yeah.
0: Well, that is football. Ultra realistic and true to life visuals powered by Next Vision and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. Gentlemen, we are about 48 hours away from the start of the Vikings' regular season, the start of the Kevin O'Connell era. And this is a Feedback Friday where we basically just answer all your questions, comments, concerns, critiques. You can always hit us up through the Score North app. Uh, Twitter, you can always hit us up on any social media platform. And we will be adding some new Purple Daily and Vikings Twitter cabinet members all later right. on the show here today. We are overwhelmed by how many applications we received in the last week. Overwhelmed, all right? It's been tough. Just been under a mountain of resumes, mm. basically. Mm. Sifting through. Paper cuts everywhere. It's been a been a tough ride. Uh, let's start with Jeffrey Jeffrey Fournier here via the Scorn Earth app. He says, it's abundantly clear from watching this game tonight, meaning the Bills and Rams, that Kevin O'Connell was the straw stirring the drink in L.A. the last couple of years. And now us Vikings fans will be sucking on that. Su- wow, I don't know if I can read this. <laughs> sucking on a surly,
1: perhaps? <laughs> a logic bomb? A, furious?
0: It's, a uh, let's just say uh, I'll, I'll paraphrase it by saying Vikings fans should be very excited. Very excited. Um, Also, your show doesn't suck. Hey. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thanks, Jeff. We appreciate that compliment. All right. Um, What did you guys think that? I mean, they did did lose Andrew Whitworth and some other key players last night, but um, I don't know, kind of of felt like the magic was gone and maybe the magic left for Minnesota.
1: If Kevin O'Connell called plays, I would be on board with that. I would say absolutely, (laughs) but he didn't call plays there. So, uh, um, no, I think there were – uh, factors outside of KOC that probably led to th- the Rams' demise. One of them being the Buffalo Bills are really damn good. That's not a bad football team. They're a fun team.
0: No, but I do – I listen, I think – I actually, in a write-that-down predictions a couple months back, I actually have the Rams missing the playoffs. I don't, it's a little bit of a bold take, but it kind of felt like, wow, they just climbed to the top of the mountain. They went to a Super Bowl a few years ago, then they finally got there, and then they lost their – their left tackle, and Sean McVay was hinting at retirement, and Aaron Donald was hinting at retirement. and It all, all kind of adds up to me to they're probably going to start kind of slow. It's not going to be the same vibe as last year. So I, I attribute that more to what we saw in that game last night. I would, I'm would i more excited about the fact that the Vikings are tapping from one of the best organizations in the NFL, one of the bright young coaches in the NFL. And if Kevin O'Connell can be 80% of what Sean McVay has been, in Los Angeles, these last five or six years, then the Vikings hit a home run with this hire. So that's kind of where I'm at. Dex, did you feel like the the Vikings stole the secret sauce after watching <laughs> that game? I
3: don't know if they stole the secret sauce, but I mean, you, you stole a chef in that kitchen that was pretty dang important to what they were doing over the last few years. And um, you know, it, Sean McVay came in, kind of turned around Jared Goff, and then they realized, hey, Jared Goff isn't that great, but you know, Sean McVay was such a genius, he was able to almost plug in. Was it like who was who was the back who was the guy that came in for Jared Goff and? 2019, 2020, and just almost basically led them through the playoffs as well. Like they, they almost plucked in any quarterback they wanted to, and it was successful. But I do think Kevin O'Connell, Wes Phillips, having the football bloodline in them. Yes, I mean, it, it, it takes a village to raise that entire team. It wasn't just all Sean McVay and they definitely got a, a pretty good uh, chef in their kitchen there.
0: All right, Paul Wade via the Scorn North app says, after listening to your Packer Vikings week one predictions, I almost thought I was listening to the wrong radio station. Hey, uh, or maybe oh. you guys are auditioning for a show over there. Oh. As a Gen 4 Vikings fan who has seen all four Super Bowl losses, I hope you're right, but I can't drink any more purple Kool-Aid. We all had the Vikings beating the Packers in our... Yeah. In our uh, picking of the schedule.
3: So. Apparently there's a uh, there, there's certain threads who are usually pretty harsh on the score north folk here that were shocked that uh the three of yeah, us Reddit. picked them, uh, picked us to pick the Vikings to be double digit wins in 2022. Shocked they were floored.
0: Yeah, there's two I, Reddit threads basically saying like, "Wow, score these guys? Has them at 10 or 11
1: wins. This is crazy." I'd be shocked if we had gone to like 13 wins. I mean, 10 10 wins is not asking a ton.
0: Again, I think what's happening here, and we've talked about this a million times on the show, is there's a certain level of blind optimism and positivity that gets fed to fans through certain sections of the media. And when we come in and are critical, and it's like, guys, the Vikings haven't been above 500 in almost 1,000 days. Right. And people are like, you guys are just haters. We are reflecting and reacting to what the team is doing. Again, they haven't been above 500 in a thousand days. A franchise that's the best franchise in NFL history to not win a Super Bowl. We hold them to a high standard. And so we poke and critique. Go 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 to Mackie and Judd, if you guys haven't listened to our other show, and go listen to some of the wild shows from last year. Say, yeah. And the Timberwolf shows. Like, when a team yeah. deserves praise, we will shower them with praise. It just so happens that in the last two or three years, the Vikings have not risen to the level that they should be at. And that's why a bunch of people got fired last year and stuff. So, you know, how could score North? Whoa, what a shocker. It's like, no, we're, you know, there's some people that think they're going to win 13 games, 14 games. We're coming in at 10 or 11. It's fair. It's very fair. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, John Jensen here via the score North app. I have a quick question or observation to run by to see what you think. First of all, uh, I loved Alex Boone's first podcast this week. It is excellent. If you haven't checked it out yet, Trenches with Boone. I hope I could develop in. I hope it could develop into more than just the NFL season. Kind of depends on Alex's schedule and business. Uh, big fan of Score North and Boone. I was, I was mad when the Vikings released him. Anyways, my thought is I believe the Vikings have already locked up Indomikung Sue. Hey, the Vikings are waiting until next week to announce it, so the contract's not guaranteed. Why would they start punching holes in the defensive line? Uh, with below-average players. No one has mentioned Bullard about starting until today. Keep bringing the great content. Do you you think they have a handshake agreement with Sue?
1: I don't think so, but I I get the point. Uh, No, I think that they are going to be in contention there. Now, but if if you look at, uh, and I think from what Duke has told us, Sue wants to be paid. And I saw the salary caps, uh, the, the current salary cap space was tweeted out by Field Yates. Yesterday, and I want to say the Vikings were third to last. Field Yates. Field Yates. A great football name. Of ESPN. Uh, I think the Vikings were third to last. So I, I I wouldn't go so far as to say that there is a handshake deal because there could easily be another team within the next week that steps in and offers more. Uh, that being said, do I think that the Vikings are in contention after week one to add domic and Sue? Absolutely. And yeah. I think it would be a great depth
0: move. They need some depth on that line. So he need he the fact that he's looking to get paid a lot of money, it's like I think a lot of different smart people and even like PFF would tell you that he's not the same player he was three or four years ago. That he's kind of just a, almost like a replacement level player in some ways. He's a, he would be a part-time player for you. He, uh, so if he can come in and understand that, I'm, I'm all for it. He even tweeted out on
3: Friday morning, like around uh, 7 a.m. Central time, he pointed out this chart and it was like dopamine released by various activities. And, you know, uh, y- your food, you know, like it gives you this amount, you know, video games give you this amount, uh, amphetamines give you this amount and then he made a line that says when the best free agent signs with your team and it's just a humongous bar of dopamine so uh, so he's putting the feelers <laughs> out there for sure I'm with Judd um, if you remove the salary cap equation like, it makes a lot of sense Like they, they are thin on defensive tackle they don't really have anyone that scares you necessarily so adding someone like that could be fun but the salary cap space I think makes it almost impossible or really really tough to do
0: Field Yates Field Yates oh, baby what a great name all right, this is a great story from Skylar Parkhurst via the Scorn app. All right, it's a little lengthy, so stick with me here, but it's, it's, a, it's a funny payoff. He goes, I got a story for you guys. I'm 36 years old. I live in Utah. I love the NFL. And then he explains in the story that he's never really had, like, a team. He was kind of a Jets fan as a kid, but then Ugh. moved off the Jets for obvious reasons. Uh, He's also a diehard jazz fan, which comes into play later on here. Okay. One of my best friends growing up has been a diehard Vikings fan since we were kids. Loves Moss, just got sucked into fanhood from his early days, the Randy Moss era. Recently, I've been able to reconnect with my Vikings fan friend. And uh, so he's been traveling for work and they reconnected. And to better converse with him, I started listening to your podcast on my drives. 100% 100% transparency. Originally, I started listening to your podcast to make fun of my friend about his Vikings fandom and so I could have proper knowledge to really go at him, which is a ve- that's very conniving in a charming yeah, I like way. It. I love it. Uh, while listening to you, Judd and Declan, I found the Vikings fans are basically the jazz fans of the NFL. Everything oh. you were saying resonated to my core. I had found a football home. I haven't missed an episode of Purple Daily (laughs) since that moment. Amazing. Now, fast forward to the best part of the story. So my buddy and I have been talking Vikings nonstop since that moment, and he asked me, is this more than just a joke to you? Like, are you actually a Vikings fan now? And I was adamant. Yes, bro, I'm in. You (laughs) You guys are my people. I love the Vikings, even though I'm new. I feel the anguish. I am one of you. And and he continues, he says, he's, so this is him talking to his friend. He goes, today, I was listening to Mackie and ju- My buddy interrupts me. Wait, Phil Mackie? That guy's a clown. You need to stop listening to his stuff. He is the worst kind of Vikings fan, bro. He is a Kirk hater. Oh, no. <laughs> you like that? You like that? I died laughing, Skyler oh. said. I had your back and explained the concept to him. It's simple. If you don't believe Kirk can deliver a Super Bowl and you know that having him rostered makes less money available for other pieces, you can cut bait and start over again. It's simple. It's championship or bust. I would trade every one of the 20 straight playoff appearances for the Jazz for one championship, one championship before I die. Keep up the good fight and know that the real ones feel your pain and yearn for a Super Bowl before We die.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) So he was going to. So he started to listen to troll his friend and mock the Vikings. Yes. But then what really irritated his friend was the
0: fact that Phil Mackey's on that. That's great. I was listening to Mackey and Judd. Wait, what? Wait, what? Those haters. Those clowns. That's a great story. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Well, you know. The loyalty of listening to the show is great. You can also help us. If you really want to help us, you can support our sponsors, starting with Surly Brewing Company. Cheers a Surly, during one of these games. Show us your cans, the Before I Die cans.
1: And, and actually, that's perfect because, you know what? I started last night. National Football League is back. There is, I love this time, the Thursday night kickoff. It's always a, a great game. In fact, you know what that game was? That game was the bomb. But it wasn't the bomb as much as the bomb in my hand was. The Logic Bomb, ladies and gentlemen, I have more and more folks saying, you know what, Judd? Thank you, because I tried Logic Bomb, and it's really good. And I want you to find out. In, in what remains the Summer of Surly, how good this beer is. It's refreshing. It is outstanding. Of course, there are so many good beers, including Before I Die, from our friends at Surly Brewing. But Logic Bomb, to me, that is one that's going to finish in first place in the beer standings.
0: First place in the dog food standings on Mackie and & Judd and Purple Daily is Nutrisource, a third-generation, family-owned <laughs> company out of Perham, Minnesota, uh, on the YouTube channel, this is my dog Maya very oh. excitedly licking her chops as I hold a cup of look at look at who's a good, good girl, girl.
1: Put, <laughs> put the bowl down Mackie the the I just I just
0: needed some content here real quick. so I held the cup of food out and she just jumped up a couple oh, times and Maya. then I fed her
1: <laughs> Oh look at Maya. If you yeah.
0: if you want oh, your dog yeah. to have a giant goofy grin on his or her face, uh, Judd, what kind of food should you be feeding your dog? 1000%
1: from our friends at Nutrisource, which is outstanding. And not only, not only the food, but Phil, as I'm sure Maya can attest because Stella does on a daily basis, the snacks as well. Look at that right there, huh? The snacks, the dogs love them. Fantastic. Yes. If if you have if you have listened to our show and said, you know what, Judd, Phil, and Dex are right. Surly is my beer now, and you have that, that uh, dog in your house, Nutrisource needs to be their food because we would not steer you wrong when it comes to the most important things in life, and beer and dog food are among
0: them. Exactly. NutrisourcePetFoods.com to find a retailer near your NutrisourcePetFoods.com. Oh. We press on. As one of my former U of M college professors used to say all the time, "Let's press on."
1: That's an old, you know what? That's a that's an old school thing. I I used to he- hear that too. Let's press on. It was it was it
0: was hmm. a some sort of like a, it was like music from the from 1975 to 2000 or something. And he would sit up there. He would play like a prog rock song from Yes from the late God. 70s. Oh, that's and, a great class. Let's press on. A, I knew I should have loved that class. Yeah.
1: I knew I shouldn't have quit school. Just go take that
0: class and then quit again. Be worth your money. Uh, Or you could just watch YouTube videos of music. Uh, Joshua (laughs) Keel via the Scorn Earth app says, this is just another fun little story here, Uh, I went to Brett Favre's first home game against San Francisco in 2009. My mind and ears were ringing after that game, and I was in complete shock over what happened. Greg Lewis in the back of the end zone. Then I went to game 163 between the Twins and Tigers a little over a week later. Two amazing games at once. I was part of the biggest regular season crowd ever in Twins history. And then there was the packers yeah. Farv game. That was one of the great like week-and-a-half or two-week stretches in Metrodome history. Easily. Greg Lewis, Favre beating the Packers at the Dome. Game 163.
1: Mm. For a stadium that I, I consider to this day to be a dump, like, it was built on the cheap. It wasn't great. You know how many great events and games that place hosted? I mean, it, it hosted, arguably, the best World Series of all time. Yeah. As you just said, that stretch was fantastic. It hosted Final Fours. It, it It's just, it's so weird, because the place, in my opinion, was a dump. But if you go back through its history in a relatively short time, I mean, it's not like fifty or sixty years. It had more like big events, memorable
3: events um, than most, I think. Super Bowl, World Series, Final Fours. Was it? Was that? Wasn't there a tennis? Two Final was Was there right? a major open there too? Was there no, a tennis open tennis. there? Tennis? Yeah.
0: No. Yeah, Wimbledon. Play. They, they played Wimbledon. Wimbledon one year. In I thought the, maybe. In the metronome. I thought there was a no. There was no
1: tennis in there, but I'm of. yeah. I'm not quite sure. I don't ever think we've had I a big. I want to dig deeper on which
0: tennis event. I mean, you clearly have a tennis memory yeah. of the Metrodome. One second. Carry on the show. I'll let you no, know. No,
1: I'm, no, let's, I want to Did know. Did your brother like play t- tennis there? I just remember, little, I, I, I remember there was deal. like a factoid of like,
3: of, it was like an 18 month stretch where it was a World Series, a Super Bowl, a final. There was like 91.
0: seven to the eight Fre- major. the events. French Open. They played the French Open at the Metrodome.
3: Okay, okay.
1: We had the World <laughs> Series, you're correct. The Super Bowl, which was '92, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Monster uh, truck rallies. The,
1: uh, Grave digger. Yeah. The, get the it Promise Keepers was T- my favorite. Box. Promise pie Keepers box. was unbelievable. Place was packed. You couldn't get in. Place was packed for Promise Keepers. What's Promise Keepers? It was um. It was a group started by Bill McCartney, who had been who was the coach at Colorado at the time. of uh, for like hu- husbands who who were like just really straight. and ne- narrow, you know, walk the line of good faith and God-fearing, blah, blah, blah. But it was like that whole thing, that place was packed for promise keepers. Okay. But, yeah, I don't think there was tennis decks. Did you I find any t- tennis.
0: any tennis correlations? Metrodome? Did you Google Metrodome tennis? Yeah, I did. And there's nothing.
1: I don't think, yeah, I don't. No. I feel like I'd they played the that. Australian
0: Open there one That's, year. Why,
1: why are you doing that to him? <laughs> He's uh, got a memory. He's the, born in the nineties.
3: Uh, the, the Stones played there. Pink Floyd yep. played there. Genesis played McCart- there. Guns N' Roses played there. Van Halen played
0: there. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. The acoustics there must have been. Oh God, oh, atrocious. Bob Dylan.
1: um <laughs> They were atrocious. But then I believe by the by the two thousand by the nineties at some point in time, I think I think the artists like McCartney w- would bring in their own sound systems, which helped a lot. Okay. But
0: yes, originally they were awful. I mean, you could barely hear, they, they did like the Kirby Puckett memorial thing, and like anytime they would have a ceremony Sounds there off you couldn't day. you couldn't hear anything you'd be, hello, hello, welcome hello, now, now, now. Now, and big, Kirby, Kirby Puckett Puckett
3: was a great, great <laughs> man man, man,
0: man, man. <laughs> All right, Ega uh, A via the Scorn Earth app says, Hey, guys, been listening to you guys for almost a year now. This is going to be my first year in a while where I have paid this much attention to a Vikings team and season, and I can't help but be excited. However, I think I need a bit of Judd's wisdom because the purple Kool-Aid has gone to my head, and maybe I'm not aware of how easy it is for things to go wrong in a season. Have there been previous seasons like this where the off season is so positive but the results don't quite hit the mark?
1: Oh that's not too hard to answer that one. Uh 2010, 2009. All they right. brought the whole team back and everybody, I mean I can't I can't tell you how south that went quickly, but if if you guys recall going from 2009 into 10, like the expectation was oh my god, you almost made the Super Bowl and we all know Favre, you know, in the end he's coming back, right? And once Favre came back and and what um those three guys went and got him from from his home, uh, we all thought, okay, oh my god, this team's gonna make another run and it was a disaster. So yes, there <laughs> are examples. Here here's what I would say. So that's the negative, because yes, things can go very wrong. And look, if Kirk gets hurt or something, things are gonna go wrong. But what I would say is I think part I think a large part of the excitement about this team is new beginnings. And when you have a new beginning, that's different cuz like Phil's right. Like if things don't go go great, I don't think the fans are going to be like Kevin O'Connell sucks. You guys, you know, fire people. They're going to have they're going to have some room here to build this thing. And so I do think that the advantage here is the optimism of the fact that things are changing, and I don't think you can I don't think you can necessarily kill that one, right? Like, Mm because people were tired of Zimmer, they were tired of Spielman. So, like, there's just a natural grace period that's going to fit here that actually works. So I would not try to, like, sabotage your enthusiasm because I think the enthusiasm comes from a genuine point of what what does this potential or new era of Viking football mean?
0: Yeah, there's a there's a honeymoon period here, and I think there's a pretty high floor. And even if like if Kirk gets hurt and they underachieve, like it'll be it'll be sad or whatever for fans. But it, like, there's going to be a lot of I think understanding of what's happening here. Uh, Warren Andruko via the Scorner Thap says, "I love the Purple Daily podcast, and so does my dog Bear because I take him for a walk each time a new episode shows up on my phone. Make sure you get Bear some Nutrisource uh, chicken and rice <laughs> food there and some treats. Who's a good boy?" Keep up the great work, my friends, which also means calling out certain players and coaches when necessary. If some of your listeners don't like the taste of reality, then they need to spend more time with Disney shows where everything is perfect. But uh, that is not the real world. It's most certainly not the world the Vikes of the Vikes and their fan base. Warren, thank you for listening and for uh, being part of our little club here. Speaking of our little club here, it is time now, gentlemen to appoint some new Purple Daily and Vikings Twitter cabinet members. Oh, my God. We were overwhelmed by the amount of application submissions that you guys sent in. This all started as, I don't know, I thought it would be fun to be the Vikings Twitter CEO when people were divided Wait, earlier in the off season, I thought you were named that by the board. I then went to one of my connections on the board and said, okay. I see there's an opening for CEO Ooh. of Vikings Twitter. Would you consider my resume? I have, I've been uh, a Vikings fan and a Vikings reporter and a Vikings commentator and a Vikings ranter for 30-plus years. Yep. All right, I, I covered the Brett Favre Vikings in 2009. I gave my whole resume, and the board of directors took about five seconds and said, oh, we need you to oversee Vikings Twitter, to bring together the Kirk Crusaders and the Kirk haters yep. as one, entering the 2022 season. Um, and from there, we started appointing just here and there, just some some other cabinet positions. We finally have a title for Judd that we're going to unveil today. Declan is the the clickbait officer. Great job! But uh, the ball has has rolled down the hill here. I'm just let's just go through some of these. All right, Sam Meggs via the Scorn Earth app. Resume to the CEO of Vikings Twitter. Requested role: Vice President of Emotional Roller Coaster Takes Ontario Canada Division Education covering my eyes during the Blair Walsh kick, only to hear my mother-in-law cheer. I uncovered my eyes in excitement just to see he missed. She was confused because the crowd cheered. To add to the situation, it was during my daughter's birthday party, so I couldn't react out loud. Oh my god! I oh. almost kind feel of like you should be the vice president of emotional suppression. But uh,
1: I, guess, I guess I got one question, though. I, I got one question before I, I personally can sign off on this appointment. Couldn't you put your kid's birthday off to the next week? <laughs> what? Like, like, I feel like you
3: need to be all in for that. The birthday party or no, the actual the b- birthday? There, party. The birthday party is planned before the playoff schedule comes out. It's a whole thing. You don't have you know kids. What? This, 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 that's probably but, why you know, it wait. happened.
1: Hold, hold on a second, Declan. You know as well as I, I do that there is a late season Vikings game this year that has two dates, right? Or it started with two dates because we didn't know. So, like, you got to put tell tell your kid, okay, tentatively, we'll pencil in your party, sweetie, for this Sunday, but there might be a chance we got to move it. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, you know, sometimes the I, wife doesn't want. I don't that have or, kids, you know, but I have a
1: loyalty that. and dedication. Okay, you know what? If my spouse is going to get involved in a Vikings playoff game, we got problems. It's counseling.
0: If you guys want some more life, marriage, and relationship and counseling. parenting Declan. advice, Judd Zulgad is is here. So is Declan. So I think I think Sam, we're gonna make it. Uh, just based on your your education here, I think we're going to make your role the vice president of emo, of Vikings emotional suppression. Because you, I mean, think about the work that it took you to not show emotion after the Blair Walsh missed kick for oh, God's sake. So good for you, Sam Meggs. Oh,
1: we we Congratulations! Welcome Sam, to the Vikings
0: Twitter and Purple Daily Cabinet. into it. This next one's from Sniper Gary via the Scorner app. I am a retired U.S. Army sniper. I would like to apply for the VP of security for your team. Whatever you want, dude. Yeah. Whatever you want.
1: <laughs> you take whatever you want.
0: I'm not walking out of my house and like no uh. Uh-uh. You guys are borderline celebrities and need protection when in public. Sniper Gary, we're not standing in your way. You are the Thank vice you, president of security. Thank you, Gary. For Purple Daily. And Vikings Twitter. I, I will
3: say, there's, there's very nice people that come up in public. I've yet to ever have someone negative. I'm kind of waiting for that to happen. Hey, Declan, you're at score, right? You suck. I've been waiting for that to happen. I've you been, suck, pal. Yeah, like, <laughs> seriously, like I've been waiting for it to happen. I have gotten, hey, are, you're at KFXN, right? No, that's not me.
0: I had uh, someone one time, I was at a bar in Hopkins like, I don't know, 10 years ago. On uh, like like main street drag i can't yeah. remember which bar it was oh, and i had a guy sit drag. down and like literally tried to challenge my sports knowledge oh, over yeah. he bought he bought me a beer he's like you know hey i i listen to your show I listen to your radio show I've been that and then he buys me a beer and so we're sitting there i think i told this story on the radio and uh, so we're sitting there for at least the 5 minutes it's going to take me to respectfully drink this beer probably more like 10 or 15 because i don't want to just chug it and leave you bought me a beer right and he and he sat there and he was like it wasn't like a friendly sports conversation he was quizzing me with trivia and I was like dude I, what are we doing you can't you can't trap no. someone into this doesn't work Any, anyhow all right uh sandy bow here via the scorner Sandy, I would love to be in your cabinet I love animals riding atvs living off the grid with my camper that has solar panels oh yeah I honestly would like to work with whoever is in charge to change the old worn out vikings theme song Hmm.
3: Oh, the skull chant, like the the or skull Vikings. I mean, skull Vikings.
0: Yeah, I think I got right. it right here. Yeah, yeah. This
1: right here. It's been changed before, though. As far as like it's been updated at times. Sounds pretty old. Town, no, I love that. No, love no, it. no. We I ain't touching that song. Yeah, sorry, Matt. LaFleur. With the
0: with, with all the upgrades on the team, we need an upgraded theme song. Put me to work. So I think for Sandy Bow here, I think director of Vikings theme song operations is pretty that. pretty straightforward. And send
1: that. something in. I'll listen to it. I'm just not inclined to change it.
0: Well, looks like Sandy's got a, an uphill climb here with this position, but Sandy, you can you make this work. Life's full of challenges, Phil. Uh, Garrett Shrupp via the Scornorth app says, I listen to every single episode every day, and after the cabinet appointees the other day, I'd like to humbly ask to be considered as the chief executive of Vikings jerseys, hats, and hoodies. I like my this. qualifications are I own and operate 17 different. <laughs> I own and operate operate 17 different hoodies, one for every week. They play six jerseys, including a Dalvin, a Favre, a Harrison, a Culpepper and the all important Randy Moss. I appreciate the consideration and I apologize for the long message. Love the show. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's an open position right now. The chief executive of jerseys, hats and hoodies for Purple Daily it. and Vikings Twitter.
1: You got it. It's unqualified
0: out. to me. Uh, Dunedin Dave via the Scorn Earth app. He actually put the pronunciation for Dunedin as if Judd didn't vacation down in Dunedin for years well, and years. I would
3: have I would not gotten it. So he did know. it for me.
0: Dunedin. Yeah, I would have said that. Some Maybe great that bars, also. Declan. Some great bars that. in that small Florida hamlet. Some great Blue Jays spring training baseball down there, too. Mm-hmm. He says, I hereby submit my application for a seat on the Purple Daily board for the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay chapter. <laughs> where, where was the, was, who was who the Tampa Bay, Tampa
1: Bay? What was that? Denny, uh, they, they lost a game to the Packers in Green Bay, and I think I think it was the game that uh, Jimmy Hitchcock, the cornerback, screwed up, and Chris Carter had, had like, gone after him oh, a, as far as with the press. And Sorry. I and I believe that that then Denny did his press conference, and the reporters are like, you know, where you know what's going on with that, blah blah blah, and De and Denny, in great Denny fashion, goes, you know, where like it's moments after a loss to the Packers, and he says, we are looking for forward questions about Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, we're looking forward now. We're not looking back. We're going to look forward. So he basically tries to turn it into a, let's talk about Tampa Bay we're after on, the line. That
0: was his on-to-Cincinnati moment, yeah. basically.
1: Yes, but I, I would say funnier.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Bill Belichick was... Because uh, Bill just doesn't this care This is not funny. funny. Dunedin Dave continues, I'm a lifelong Vikings fan, Minnesota native, frequent Purple Daily listener that has suffered through all of the heartbreaks I can go toe-to-toe with almost anyone on team history. My first cognizant memory is of the 1969 season. First favorite receiver was the original 84, Gene Washington. I went to Mankato State, spent three years in Gage Hall, and I knew all of the specials at the Albatross. Tommy Kramer once blamed me for Burns busting him on curfew one night because I told TK uh, where the afterbar party was. We moved to Tampa Bay seven years ago, settled into Dunedin, and... Um, I keep pushing some of my brewers to get Surly on tap. Good call. Yes. If my application were to be accepted, I will be very gracious. Uh I think you know what? The Gage Hall thing is very interesting. I think you should be a Gage the Gage Hall ambassador of Purple Daily and Vikings Twitter to keep the memories of the old Vikings training camp dorm alive. They tore it down, right? Oh yeah, imploded it. I stayed there in
1: the 90s like 3 times. Mm. Cuz we we used to be the media used to uh, have the opportunity to stay in the wing opposite of where the players were. It's hilarious. And so, like, we could stay there. Oh, God, it was a dump.
0: It was just a dump. Just, just sitting in, bed. A, in, a, in a shared bathrooms and yeah. stuff, right? Oh, Community yeah, it was bathrooms. total college case crap. over yeah. his head. Uh, I can see it. So, Dunedin Dave, you are the Gage Hall <laughs> ambassador. All the trash was great, too, you guys. And, uh, boys, we... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna fly through these here. Those were some of the featured resumes that came in here. We have another at least thirty cabinet members that I just want a rapid fire name. Well, all these applications came in and and we've sorted out job titles here collectively and uh, and we are excited to beef up our cabinet. First of all, Judd, we finally landed on a title for you. You are hereby the chief beverage distribution operator yep. of Purple Daily and Vikings Twitter. Congratulations. Thank you very much. The new chief reality officer is Darren Bloomquist. The assistant to the regional manager of the New Jersey branch of Purple Daily is Low Car Beer Steve. The Canadian fan ambassador is Warren Andruco. Judd's official social substitute for situations that involve talking to coworkers is Jacob Powell. That Jacob, should take a load you. off you in the hallways. Yep. Jacob, Hello. thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. The new chief fitness officer, the CFO of Swole is Michael Albro. Of I like that. Purple Daily and Vikings Twitter. The vice president of International Vikings Affairs is Ryan Zimmer, no relation. For now. The director of DMV Vikings relations, DMV being the region, the DC Maryland Virginia region, is uh, at school all day on Twitter. We have a new chief hot take police officer, by the way. His name is Pulford I was about School. To say, Pulford, right? Had to be. Yep. He Pulford. is the new chief hot take police officer down in Tennessee. Good to have you on board, Pulford. In an official capacity. Yep. Uh, Vikesfan47 is the director of intragovernmental affairs, East Coast region. The chief pro wrestling officer of Ooh. Purple Daily is JJ Leonard, who will work very closely with Declan Goff going say, forward. That would, I need to meet him. We have to get on a Zoom call here. The senior director of Kirk Cousins' hate Georgia division is Evan Beckford. Oh, that Evan. might be a short, a short-lasting position. You know, just if Kirk you know, has a big season or something, it's fine. Uh, The Unwavering Vikings Loyalty Supervisor, North Carolina Division, is Daniel Smith. Congratulations. The Vice President of Randy Moss Memories is Derek Harsh. Congratulations to Derek. Welcome to the cabinet. The Director of Vikings YouTube Hype Videos is John Wells. The Resident Baker Mayfield Lookalike on Purple Daily and Vikings Twitter is Jake Greenleaf. The Senior Vice President of International Vikings Affairs, UK Division, is Adam Killen. The director of Purple Daily Tumbleweed Operations, Albuquerque Region, is Dimitri Rosinski. Congratulations, Dimitri. The vice president of 2009 Brett Favre Memories is Josh Provost. The vice president of Fred Smoot Memories is East Coast Chris. I love East Coast This cabinet's filling up here, guys. That's a great title. He's got a few more here. Uh, right. The director of Vikings Madden Operations, Madden Gaming Operations, is John Rogers. It's important. The vice president of homemade game day juicy lucies is Nate Marrera. That's a guy that I want to work closely with. No kidding. The outpost gatekeeper of Austria's region is Benjamin Meyer. Purple Daily is global. Not sure if you guys knew that. Uh, the East Coast ambassador to Zolgadian disciples is Kip Nazda. Kip. Yep. I appreciate that, on, buddy. The disappointed Vikings Youth Outreach Coordinator is Matt Babinski, helping all of the young Vikings fans cope with early Vikings trauma. You know, you're seven, eight years old. You don't know what to do. It's the first time you've ever experienced Vikings trauma. That's where Matt... Prepare yourself,
1: Matt. Prepare yourself. That's a big responsibility.
0: Uh, For representing Vikings fans who are also Timberwolves fans, the chief Wolves officer is Brian Simonson. Congratulations, Brian. (laughs) Uh, the Purple Daily Cabinet Chaplain, for those of you who are interested in the religious side of uh, things, Stephen Mish. The Director of Future Heartbreak Operations is 17-year-old Joel Eisenshank, and finally, the Vice President of Yelling at Your TV During Vikings Games, Virginia Region, is Sarah Bryant. Welcome to the Purple Daily and Vikings Twitter Cabinet. It's great to wow. We just we just like quadrupled the size of our cabinet this week. Yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do going forward when more resumes come in. We probably can't do that every week on the show. So we need to figure out a solution here. No. You don't I don't want, want to we... say no to people though, because we, well, so no. pl- we have so many we have so many spots to hire, so we'll we'll figure something out. Um boys, um all of these new cabinet members presented by our friend, maybe we can do a group golf outing at the Meadows of Mystic. Know, can we great. do like a group scramble with our cabinet? Just yeah. like, like a I'm cor- busy that day, sorry, in? I can't go.
3: Nope, you're coming out. We need to see that swing. Uh, yeah, we'll have to be a shotgun oh. start right at 6 in the morning. We'll just roll through the entire course. It'll be great. Let's go do it at the Meadows at Mystic Lake, an award-winning 18-hole public golf course. You think uh, just because summer's over, that means golf's over. It's not. Fall golf season is here, so book your tee time now. Golfthemeadows.com to book your tee time. The Meadows at Mystic Lake. Book your tee time now at
0: golfthemeadows.com. And a shout-out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Uh, you know, they have a, a very successful company, in part because the success of their company is measured by the success of your company. They've been working with businesses for over 100 years down in Owatonna, Minnesota, is where they're headquartered. Uh, but you can find out, based on your location, uh, who your marketing rep would be through Federated and all the different resources they could provide you. Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business, to protect yours. So we're looking forward to Vikings vetline. On Sunday, where we turn the show over to you guys, the most fan-friendly, interactive show in all of Minnesota sports. And congratulations to all of our new Purple Daily and Vikings Twitter cabinet members. Uh, We are excited to grow with all of you. See you tomorrow on Purple Daily. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar. Or pie made with fresh, cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. And right now, you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items and save 50 cents each with your card. Baker's.
2: Fresh for everyone. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard.